We are going into Penticton, B.C. in the interior for What the Hell Should We Watch This Weekend. Steve Stebbing is here. SteveStebbing.ca is his website if you want to uh, read about some of the things that Steve talks about. Horror movies he loves, but mm-hmm. he's not allowed to uh, He's not allowed to talk about this here. I said no. Except for on Halloween. <laughs> or if Actually, I give no. you fair warning. Yeah, fair right. warning. There's no censorship here, but there is um, there is fair warning to. By the way, mm-hmm. Shane, cover your ears. We're going to talk about scary mm-hmm. stuff. So that's fair. I appreciate that. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> that's why I um, said the how, rest, right? How, to, exactly. To they, Steve you. does this little warning write up thing that I get to read in advance, <laughs> so I know when to be scared and not scared. Um, yeah. How's Penticton? End of summertime. All the tourists are going yeah. home. You get your town back. Oh, well, I mean, all the tourists kind of like were forced almost to go home, yeah, right? I guess so, eh? Um yeah, actually it was an all right week. Um you know, it, it's it's weird when you're like excited to get rain, but we've gotten a lot of rain in the last few days, which is good for the area, obviously. Uh, people know about uh the strife that uh this area has been going through. Um could you get but, to Kelowna? Like could you even drive no, to Kelowna? Was that No, I up? can't right now because there's a giant rock slide. Oh, that no. happened on Monday. Yeah, that's cut off that route. Uh, I think it's five thousand cubic cubic oh, really, feet eh? of it. It's it's, it's a it's a pretty a uh, sizable rock slide, and they they said they're not even going to be able to get it cleared for the uh, Labor Day weekend. So that's going to oh. cut off a whole bunch of uh, tourism uh, bet- in this area and everything. So yeah, I'd say in that degree, um, definitely hurting uh, for that tourist money. But um, yeah. Uh, so the rock slide that must be up by where that highway junction is, eh? Because that's really the rockiest place on the way up there, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it's that, that's like 97? Uh, 97, yeah, and it's kind of it's cut off uh, um, between Summerland and Peachland. Oh, is it really? Eh? Yeah. So, huh. All right, there we go. Uh, a little uh, geography and uh, some traffic. Brought to you by Steve Stebbing, and uh, what the hell should we watch this weekend? Okay, let's get started. Here we are here to talk about movies. First on the list is The Equalizer Three. Whatever it is you and your friends do, do it somewhere else. You warning me? I'm preparing you. <laughs> is that a Timex? No, it's a boot. That's the median nerve that I'm compressing. That's a level three. If it goes to level four, you will f- on yourself. All right, uh, Equalizer, more of the same or something new? Absolutely more of the same. I don't want to go too hard in this movie because I do really like Denzel and Denzel can kind of make a movie watchable. But the only times that he's forayed into doing sequels uh, were to a film that I think didn't really need a sequel. The Equalizer is a pretty good standalone film and it just got blander with two and then even blander with this movie it's, it's really forgettable uh but it is the capper of a trilogy it kind of follows uh robert mccall denzel's character is he's now living in southern italy and living kind of like a good retirement life but also kind of haunted by the demons of his past of course the mafia pokes their nose into it uh forcing him to uh, use his skills to uh save the day and I mean, just forgettable. And it's odd to say that a Denzel movie is forgettable, but mm-hmm. it really is. Wow. Okay. Surprising. But I mean, it is the third one, and mm-hmm. two is tough. Three is three is more tough, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Good point, Shane. Well done. Uh, SteveStabbing.ca if you want to follow along on the uh, <laughs> on the internet too. On the TV streaming on Netflix, you can catch One Piece. 
Isn't there something that you want? More than anything else in this world. For as long as I can remember, it's been my dream to become King of the Virus! Uh, I'm King of the Who? Yeah. So this is um, an adaptation of a really popular uh, anime series that's I, I, it's got to be 20 years old by now, maybe roughly around there, maybe more. Um, and uh, but it's Netflix kind of doing these live action updates, which has been dicey. I mean, Death Note wasn't great, in my opinion. I really like Cowboy Bebop, but apparently Netflix people after that first season didn't because they canceled it. Um, this show, though, is really gorgeous, really colorful, well shot, um, feels a bit heady in this world getting into it. So um, I, I've I've been kind of reluctant to get more episodes because it's just some stuff is just not clicking with me. But uh, there are definite fans of this series out there, so uh, I'm sure they're going to want to give this one a chance. Okay, we're going to get to something Steve likes here, I promise, somewhere along the lines. Um, it might be in the <laughs> AV Club, but we'll get to it. What should we watch this weekend? Next on the list is on Prime Video, The Wheel of Time, Season 2. Protecting Rand, guiding him, that is the only thing that matters. You can't control him. You know you have something inside you. Yes. Something that calls for blood. I want to know how to control it Ooh, that sounds suspicious yeah this is kind of one of those like lord of the rings type of fantasy shows uh that's based on a, a book series by robert jordan uh and honestly i'd heard of this this book series years before this this uh, got it adapted um but my interest came with uh roseman pike who plays more uh moraine the the powerful mage lead character of this one uh who is uh it's her destiny to uh, to find uh, the this uh, born child that may have the power of something called dragon who could either destroy the world or save it. Um, and I didn't I, I'm playing catch up now as season two is coming out, because when I this came out, um, the Lord of the Rings series came out a little bit after. And I was like, well, th this show's dead in the water because they both look really expensive to make. And it looks like Prime Video is putting all of their eggs in the Lord of the Rings basket. So I didn't think it was even going to get at season two. But also in a couple of weeks ago, I see this ad for it. So I'm like, oh, well, might as well start it if there's going to be more than one season. And I kind of dig it. Like it, the first episode was kind of slow. But once it gets into the last act of that episode, the action was really cool. It's surprisingly gory. I was I was very surprised by that. Um, but Roseman Pike is a badass, and uh, she can keep me watching this one for sure. Have you watched Who Is Aaron Carter yet? No, I've seen that it's uh, it's number one and two. Like it's, it's up in the top echelon of, of uh, shows watched across Canada and the in the states as well. Mm -hmm. Started watching it. Um, if you get a chance, let's throw it in for next week. Sounds I have good. questions. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, there, more homework for you. Steve's Blu-ray Geek Out. Sometimes movies come out on Blu-ray, which people still watch. I have no idea. And Steve has like a million of them. So we'll start with Champions. You know the game better than anybody. You gotta defend over here! You got to learn to build relationships. I'm new to all this. Yeah, can tell. Hey, we got next. Don't make me say it. Make you say what? They're That's a boo-boo word. Hmm. All right. Tell us about champions. 
Yeah, this is popular voices there. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I mean Woody Harrelson's in this one. Um, Cheech Marin. There's there's a bunch there's a bunch of uh, good cast members. Um, It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Has Caitlin Olsen getting a main Hollywood uh, leading lady role, which is very cool in my opinion. She's such a shining star on that show. Um, But Champions is honestly one of those movies that you skip by on Netflix or Prime Video, where you can also watch it as well. Um, but it's actually got a really sweet heart to it. And, um, and Woody Harrelson is really good in this one. He plays a a basketball, a a minor league basketball coach who has some, let's say anger issues and and problems with authority. So he is busted down to, uh, uh, working a, uh, a team of players, uh, in a community league that have uh, intellectual disabilities and um the whole cast is really fun and uh this comes from one of the Farrelly brothers who's kind of responsible for the dumb and dumber movies and uh there's something about mary he's he's one half of the brother uh, directing duo on that and usually i their films feel a little sophomoric but this one just has it's hard on its sleeve and it kind of wins in the end oh cool what else you watch this weekend with steve stebbing let's get to this one nuclear now This is an even bigger problem than we thought. The answer to solving climate change is very straightforward. What's the best solution in your mind? Largely nuclear. 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 We've been trained from the very beginning to fear nuclear power. The very thing that we fear is what may save us. We've had a lot of conversations about the um, the enviro agendas that are going on in the world on some of the streaming services. We take it to be fact when some of them aren't even fact. Um, how does this nuclear now look to you, Steve? Um, well, I, it's it's through the lens of Oliver Stone, who is kind of uh, I mean, we, we know his films. Um, but he also has kind of a documentary side as well. He did, I forget what the series is on, uh, actually it's called the untold history of the United States by Oliver Stone or something like that. He has, um, he's a historian, but he's Oliver Stone. Like I don't, I don't, there's something idiosyncratic about the way that he delivers it. And, uh, this one is addressing the, the growing need for low carbon energy and the eggs that he's putting in the basket is in the nuclear kind of category. Um, and, um, he's also kind of calling out, you know, recycling, uh, electric cars and eco-friendly products, um, being kind of superficial attempts so it really is kind of skewed to his socio-political view of the world as well so um much like you would take like a michael moore documentary i think that's kind of the grain of salt that you take this one it is interesting that more people are speaking out to the hypocrisy of some of the agendas uh Mm -hmm. uh, not saying i'm not diminishing you know caring for the planet i'm just saying that there are people that have slid in on some of these and tried to slide in their agenda hidden underneath it and some of these people are stepping out and saying no no my friends that's that it doesn't help us you know it was another thing that we saw this week about paper straws and chemicals and paper straws so it is kind of mind-blowing um that is a much longer conversation that is not in a movie at the moment but maybe one day okay steve stebbing we got to hit it quick we got flash no hard feelings you pick dealer's choice uh let's go with one i like no hard feelings all right Ooh. I'm an Uber driver and I don't have a car. I'm gonna lose my house. You think I chose this? Look at this. Need a car? Date our son this summer and bring him out of his shell before college. In exchange, we'll give you a Buick Regal. Date is in quotes. Bet that means sex. Wow, okay, good added point. Uh, 
tell us about the show. I've seen the ads for it before. No hard feelings, and you you like something. Yeah, well, if if anyone sends a jab at at the Flash, this certainly was because that movie's hot garbage. Um, but no hard feelings. <laughs> Uh, oh, is man. a really fun turn from a Je- a Jennifer Lawrence in a comedic role um, who really owns this movie, but almost gets it stolen by her young co-star, Andrew Barth Feldman, who's hilarious in this one. Um, but again, the heartness and sweetness of this movie kind of shines through. The dialogue is really, really well written. And I think this is one of those underrated comedies of the year that I think was hampered by a a bad trailer that makes it look more um kind of like gross a, a out pimpy, than it pimpy, is pimpy gross movie yeah yeah kind of like one of those those early 2000s comedies like american yeah. pie era american pie, like, yeah. that's kind of what it makes made it feel like but i think it is something more than that at its heart 